It's post-match at Old Trafford after Marcus Rashford has downed West Ham with a 93rd minute winner. It was a very tight game and with few chances few and far between, but eventually we managed to prevail over a very negative David Moyes West Ham side. Perhaps an insight into why it never worked out at United with a performance like that. Pre-match, we'll talk to a couple of West Ham fans, get their insight on where West Ham and United are up to in the race for the top four, as well as we'll talk to our usual lads before and after the game, Stu Edwards, John Ashton and Anthony Bloom. This podcast is brought to you in association with Betfred. I've got John Ashton with me. John, how do you rate how it's going under Ralph at the moment? Still don't really know what to make of it to be honest with you. Dan. It's, he's obviously come in and he's got some obviously some radical ideas. All the players are obviously not perhaps entwined with what he wants to do or whether they, you know, they're thinking about what's coming in the summer. And the club just seems a little bit confused a little bit at the minute. Um, I said to you earlier that he feels like what he's doing is something you'd expect a manager on a five-year contract to do, not one that's disappearing in the summer. And um, yeah, the, the performances haven't been great, but I think what he has had to do in the last couple of games is, although he's obviously got his own philosophy, I think he's realising with these players, he's not going to be able to put it in place and he's had to sort of revert to going back to what some of the players' strengths are. Um, yeah, he changed formation, didn't yeah, he? And that, th- that, that seems to be a, you know, he, he, he came in with ideas of high pressing, energetic pressing, and I think that's um, fallen by the wayside quite quickly, hasn't it? Well, I think his, his style of play requires, obviously, good attacking full-backs and, and an energy, and which are the two things that this club is completely lacking in. Um, it's been good that I think he's given some players a chance that Solskjaer perhaps should have got rid of a few players and, you know, he, he stuck with them and perhaps wanted to make them play through the bad form, but he's obviously come in, he's, he's made some changes and shook it up a little bit. Um, I don't think the club's completely happy, but yeah, I, I, I just don't quite understand what the direction the club's going in. And yeah, maybe maybe the club does know, but I don't know. Yeah, I was reading about, you know, up to 17 players being unhappy, but I, I take that with a pinch of salt because, you know, you're always going to get people on the fringes exaggerating and, yeah. and briefing and leaking. I, I don't think that's the case, seven, up to 17 players being unhappy, but I do, you, you know, there's also no smoke without fire and, you know, maybe some of the, you know, the issues with the coaches, you know, I have heard some like quite quite cr- concrete things that, you know, they're a bit shocked at like how how the coaches have been, you know, brought in and the, the types of pl- the things they're trying to impose. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll see how much the likes of Martial wants to leave when he realises that you know he's going to have to half his wages to go somewhere else because no one's going to pay him what we're going to pay him. So, um, I think sometimes people kick off and are hoping that they're going to get more game time and this that and the other. And I don't know. It does does seem a bit of an unhappy camp at the minute, doesn't it? But. Um, yeah, I mean, you'd expect fringe players to be unhappy. You know, you'd want them to want to play, but yeah. the squad's too big as well. I think. I think for the for the competitions we're in, it yeah. does need trimming a little bit. Um, but yeah, get, get if they don't want to be here, they're not happy. Get rid of them. So huge like match it. today. I, I actually think it's his biggest match so far um, with where West considering where West Ham are in the league. And do you fancy us today? And what, what you know, is there anything you, you you're hoping to see during the match? Any players hoping um, to start? Uh, McTominay was obviously a worry the other night, wasn't he? He got injured um, and thought he had his, his best game in quite some time. Um, Lindelof's obviously out, so Maguire's going to be back in. You just genuinely don't know United do. You know, home form's always been patchy for the last couple of years, so uh, West Ham obviously a good side. They play on the counter-attack, so I'd probably rather be playing at their place than I would be at home today, but I don't know, we'll see. I think that might suit us, though, today, because I think one thing that he's tried to make us more solid against is a counter-attack. There was the first half against Brentford, which... 
you know, we were a bit all over the place when they were counter-attacking us. But I do think that teams that allow us to play in their half, which David Moyes tends to do, uh, might play into our hands a bit. Yeah, I mean, you just think, if we play like we did that first half with Brentford, though, you'd think that West Ham's strikers would be a bit more um, efficient than what Brentford's were the other day. Because they could have been out of sight the other night if it wasn't for the strikers. Um, you can't keep relying on a goalkeeper to pull you out of the miver like we have been doing. So we are a bit more solid, but I, I think we're going to come unstuck at some point. I think they'll have a game where someone does take the chances or you know, a goalkeeper doesn't have a blinder or something like that. But we've got to, we've got to start dominating games a bit more than we are doing. So before we get a score, score prediction off you, it must be, feel a bit alien to be selling, not in the rain. <laughs> it isn't. It's a nice, um, a nice phenomenon. Um, everyone seems happy. Obviously, we got a result the other night. So um, yeah, we need yeah. to sell some no. fucking mags now. Quite, <laughs> yeah, quite well, desperately. Well, I will do. My gaffer stops interviewing. <laughs> Cheers, John. Yeah, Thank uh, you. Hey, give us a score prediction. Just um, somewhere between. 3-0 to us and 3-0 to them. <laughs> I, don't, I genuinely don't know, mate. I'll, I'll take a 1-0 today. Oh, cheers, pal. Thank you. I've got two West Ham fans with me today. What are your names, lads? Uh, John. John. How, how long have you been following West Ham for, John? Since 1975. Oh, bloody hell. You must have seen a bit then. I have, yes. Yeah. What's yeah. your favourite memory of Old Trafford? Uh, I came out in 1985. It was a cup game. And we lost. Um, ah, right. Yeah. And what's your worst memory of Old Trafford? Well, losing, uh, losing that in game. the cup, yeah, it yeah. was in the FA Cup. Was you here for the Di Canio winner? That was his. We no. Knocked us no. out that day. Uh, but is this your son? Yes. Yeah, your son. Yeah, I'm your Brad. Name? Brad, Brad. Nice to meet you, Brad. Um, yeah, I'm just going to ask you a few questions, if you don't mind. Um, obviously, the first, I was wondering, I wanted to touch on, obviously, your move to the new ground. Um, there's a lot of teething issues. I think there was even some booing at some point um, with regards to wanting to go back to Upton Park. Um, so, what's your thoughts on that? And is it feeling more like home now? Well, initially, um, there was a bad, bad feeling because of the uh, directors uh, setting the ground, and um, we, we've been going to Upton Park for many years, and uh, it was just a lovely ground. It was yeah. close to the pitch, and when we moved, um, it felt like it was cheated, really. Um, the, um, but now, I think people are more used to it. Uh, the younger generation coming through, that you can get seats a lot easier now. Yeah. Uh, and I think generally now it's accepted that it's the home ground. Yeah. 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 What about you, Brad? Yeah, initially we were, they, they promised a lot. They said we're going to be closer to the pitch. Yeah. We were expecting our new ground, uh, great stadium for a great team. They're still yeah. fighting relegation. They didn't invest in the team in that initial year. Signed so many free transfers, just didn't invest. Promised a 20 goal season striker. But now we're playing better happy on Moyes. It, is a, it feels a bit better than home but still never going to be the same as Upton Park Yeah I suppose that brings us nicely on to David Moyes because um, he's doing brilliant at West Ham at the moment I mean is it is it um, something that's going to end quite quickly or do you see him like a prolonged trip into the top half of the table under him? Well I think if you look at the job he did at Everton he was there for 10 years he built a team um, that's what he's doing at the minute I think if we can get another strike a few signings in this window I mean I don't think any West Ham's we're dreaming of Champions League but Hopefully he can make it a reality, but we're just enjoying it at the moment. What about you? Yeah, I think um, that he's building a good team. I think uh, long term, I think um, he's going to stay. I, I think um, it's good for the club. Um, he, yeah. He's done very well. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose I better ask about today then. So, what 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 are you hopes for today? Are you confident? Or um, I, I mean, there was the result last week was a bit of a signal for you with losing to Leeds at home. A bit unexpected as well because you know I I. Um, add West Ham to win that comfortably so what are your hopes for today? 
I think after the Leeds performance, because um, Man United played in the week, so hopefully they'll be a bit tired and fragile, but we do perform better against the bigger teams for some reason. That's the issue with West Ham at the minute, yeah, beating yeah. the bigger teams, but not doing so well against yeah. the teams around yeah. us. I think it's going to be a great game, to be honest. Um, it is a big, um, big game for us. Um, it was a shame against Leeds the week before we beat them in the FA Cup and then last week we just seemed to um, be a different side altogether. Leeds looked quite good as well. but They were, they were very counter-attacking though, weren't they? I watched that game and I thought you, you played a lot of game, the game in their half but they just managed to pick you off a few times. Yeah, they looked stronger. I don't know why, what happened in that week but I know we had a mid, mid-week game and uh, maybe we was sort of, um, getting over that, I don't know. but. Yeah. Okay, we'll go into score predictions then. Um, you'll be hoping for a, um, a better Old Trafford memory, a, one of your best, I assume. Yeah, I think uh, three-two to West Ham. Yeah. yeah, I think it'll be a close game, two-one West Ham. Two-one West Ham. No, thanks a lot, lads. Thanks for your time. Cheers. We're just gonna have another chat with a salary we've not spoken to in a while. Stuart, how's it? How are you? You okay? Yeah, good. Thanks. Not too bad. Yeah, it's, it's dry. Can't complain. A bit yeah. nippy, but yeah. Yeah. Three o'clock Saturday. Rare thing. Yeah, it's hammered us this year, hasn't it, the rain? Absolutely, the literally, yeah. 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 <laughs> What's the worst game, young boys, do you think? Uh, this season, yeah, yeah. but that, that in comparison to some in previous years, it's, it was a walk in the park, to be honest with you. Shite and getting <laughs> home at midnight, like. Yeah, so yeah, long, long days, hard days, yeah. Yeah, okay, well, we're on to United now anyway, so we've, got, we've had a new manager now for a couple of months. I mean, how, how, how do you rate his progress so far? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Good question. It's difficult, isn't it? It's, it really is difficult. He's been in for seven or eight games, Christmas, COVID, all the rest of it. It's really hard to quantify. Obviously, there's lots still going on. You know, he's, he's trying to carry on, I think, from where Solskjaer started in terms of, you know, sorting out, well, the issues, the many issues, the players, the changing room, the mentality, the, you know, the performance, the fitness. There's lots wrong, we know, uh, and still lots to do. So I think he's trying to do the right thing in terms of, Obviously, get get the the squad, the team, and you know the 25-man squad, if you like, into a position come come the summer where whoever takes over, and that's the that's the uh, that's the million-dollar question, is in a position where that manager knows the players want to stay and want to play for the shirt. Yeah, and, and I mean, there's a couple of things to touch on, um, breaking down really the whole pie of you know everything he's doing, but um, just in terms of that, I think. You know, the fitness is one, into it, where, you know, you never hear of a manager coming in and saying, my players are fit enough, but no. the, the proof is there with United, isn't it? They're not fit enough, are they? They're not running enough. 100%, and there's that desire, and, and, you, and you've got to want to do, you know, do more than enough in a game, um, and it's, it's all about, it's not, it doesn't matter whether you get paid 10 grand a week or, or 300 grand a week, whether you're Ronaldo at the end of his career or Alanga at the beginning of his career, you've got to show... For you, for your own, for your own, I think um, pride and and the team as well. You know, you're playing with a bunch of lads, and you're not going to be best mates with them all. I know that. Of course, you're not. That's bollocks. That's, that's never the case. Uh, you're going to have your own friends, and the younger ones are going to probably have their little groups and whatever. That's that's always been the case down the years. It's, that's nothing new. Uh, but obviously, you know, this 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 situation now in the dressing room. Um, which you know everyone thinks it's been caused by Ronaldo. It can't just be caused by Ronaldo. He's a winner. He wants to win. He wants to play. He wants to score goals. But there's a lot. Of, uh, there's a lot of other players who need to keep looking at themselves and 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 need to be able to say when they walk in that changing rooms after 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 90 minutes, I've done my best for myself and I've done my best for the team and the fans. And and unfortunately, probably about 30, 40 percent of them can't do that at the moment. No. And I just want to come back to something you touched on in your first um, in the first question really around how. 
he's handling his press conferences. I mean, yeah. that that's one area which is. You know, I've I've certainly been impressed with. Definitely. Yeah, no, he, he's he's clearly um, you know knows what he's doing and what he's saying. Very calm, not not been flustered whatsoever so far. Um, you know, we all know what pe- what managers are going to be asked in, in the press conference. And for example, this week he was going to be asked about the Ronaldo substitution. So he knows that's coming. You can prepare for it, obviously, to a certain degree. Uh, and again, it's a little bit different, maybe. I think the press conference is still do- being done like over Zoom. I don't think it was many sat in front of him, so that's a little bit different. Maybe they don't have as much time to you know to ask more questions. It's a bit more controlled, maybe. But he's certainly saying the right things, and, he, and he's, think, yeah. he's certainly naming out players and and, and making it very clear that you know he's here to do a job and he's here for the team I think there's just a bit of a, a generally a tone that's changed um, since Ole Gunnar Solskjaer you know yeah. I think it's a bit he's like he's not the mate is he no no and it's <laughs> it's more like um, you know you, you need to want to play for this club yeah, rather than us begging them to play for absolutely, it yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. they've got to want to play for the shirt and that no. was long overdue yeah, ab- right. yeah totally yeah. yeah, you're right I think Solskjaer maybe was too close in terms of a, a bit of a mate you know um, one of the lads sort of thing and obviously he was respected a bit of a legend of a club obviously whereas Rangit's got nothing to lose really he's got to come in and, and again presuming he is going to carry, carry on in, in, in that capacity in the two years following he's going to be around for a while so he's got he's got to make his stamp and he's and he's you know his, his, his job is to come in you know the Glazers Woodward at the time has told him to come in and, and, and do you know, do certain things and get and get the team and get the, the squad and the club into some kind of shape because it's there's still a lot of work to be done in the next six months. Yeah. And just just lastly, I, I suppose the most important thing of all is the performances on the pitch. I mean, yeah. how, how have you rated them? You know, there's been a it was a, an original start trying to play with um, two strikers that's sort of been abandoned in the last two games. Are you happy about that? Where we're going from here? Do you fancy us to get top four? God. Um, again, yeah, he came in with his, his own idea, sort of, and formation and way of playing. And then, like you just said, he reverted almost back to how Solskjaer left it. Um, but again, I think it's. I don't think we can be in the position where we are making three or four changes every week to keep players happy. You know, if if, if the likes of the fullbacks, the low, you know, um, if if they're playing well, like they are doing, keep them in. Um, you know, the likes of Luke Shaw, Wambazaka, and, and many others need to need to fight for the place. And I'm I'm a, I'm a big believer in, especially now. Obviously, we, you know we've got the FA Cup coming up. And obviously, we're going to start going back into the um, into the weeks where we're playing twice a week with the Champions League in February. But for me, you've got to pretty much now play your well. Who Ralph thinks is is his best, fittest, most passionate. You know, who's going to get the most out of? Um, and the likes of you know Martial, Pogba, I've got to prove in training, I suppose. And if they're even given a chance, for me, Alanga's you know proven that he, he he's he was worth the risk. Young lad, he's come in, scored a goal, and he's ran a lot. He's ran, and he, and he's you know you can tell he's passionate and, and wants to learn more. So it'd be interesting today whether he's actually in the starting eleven or not. Um, but for me, I think he deserves that place. Uh, three pound, please, mate. Um, yeah. And you know it's players like him. It makes it it makes you you, you want to come to the game still. You know the, the yeah, youth, yeah. the youth, because it's getting rid of all. It's getting rid of you know. The, the, the dross who don't want to play here and the likes of Marshall who's been knocking on the door to leave for the last two years yeah no problem well thanks Stuart just get a score prediction off you uh, two each two each cheers <laughs> thanks a lot Stuart cheers, cheers mate just grabbed another couple of West Ham fans to have a chat with lads um, what, what you hopeful today optimistic yeah why not you yeah. know um, in good form um, well, Leeds beat you, know, didn't we? We beat you last time we were here, so why not? Did you come to that? 
No, I didn't. No, know. no. What's your favourite Old Trafford memory? Um, well, I've got a few. Yeah. Being a West Ham fan, uh, one nil Decanio and yeah. one nil Tevez. One nil Tevez as well. That kept you up that day, didn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. What about your worst Old Trafford memory? Well, there's a lot of them as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sevens and sixes. <laughs> Where have you come from today? We come from Essex, me and my brother. Yeah. What on the coach or train? No, we got the train up here. Train, today. train up here. Yeah, yeah. Is it, do, you, do you think of it as a good away or getting oh, worse well, or well, getting well, better? Yeah. Per, for me personally, it's like a, an iconic place to go. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I enjoy it. Because like growing up in the nineties, like Man U is the biggest team. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I love coming here. Yeah. And, and West Ham have had some good results. Yeah, yeah. You know, on you know on the off chance. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've, I've been here for a few of those myself as well. So just just on that, um, you said Old Trafford iconic stadium. You had trouble with your own, didn't you, um, when you moved from the bowling ground or Upton Park, whatever it's re- referred to, um, however you refer to it. But what do you think of your new stadium? Is it becoming home, or is it still riddled with problems? Really, would well, you say it's got issues, definitely. But like, just like if you were to look at Arsenal's, for example, like, and they had problems, and and loads of teams move stadiums. But the main thing for West Ham has been like getting results so now they, yeah. they're getting good results so I think with every team you know who, no matter who like what the, the like the, the move is you know Derby Southampton you need you need you need positive results so like to, yeah. to give you an uplift in once you, you move to a new stadium and and and, and the West Ham have got that now after it's taking them like four years to get that so yeah. if, you, if you move to a new stadium and the the initial seasons are terrible seasons of awful results getting hammered at home you know with lackluster performances it doesn't matter if the stadium's in Las Vegas or like Miami or you know beautiful surroundings it's going to be you know poor atmosphere and that and I think West Ham's on the up because ultimately results yeah well Every, they make everything easier, don't they? Yeah, yeah. It's like if, if United turn the corner, you know, in the next few weeks, nobody yeah. will be talking about the manager again. Yeah, it's, it's just one of those and things. And, that, and, yeah. and, and I, I think like, we're, like post-COVID, we need to like park. We need to like get over leaving up to park now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I move think, on. Like, yeah, we need to move on. Yeah. that's the fact. We're in. We're we, we're playing Stratford now. Yeah, and it is the memories as well because I hated the Wembley initially, the new Wembley. Mm. But that's starting to become more accepted now mm. because you know there's become more history to it, and you know memories are being made there. And that's, I assume that's the same thing yeah, about moving stadium. Well yeah, the new yeah. stadium now. Yeah. Okay. Well, the person you got to thank for those results probably is David Moyes. Moyes yeah? yeah. Yeah. He's a hero. So are you seeing him long term? Um, do you think you you know he might be a stepping stone to a bigger manager, or do you think that he's the man to take you forward well, long term? Stepping stone for a bigger manager, I think they stick with Moyes, like because what like. They, um, the problem is, you know, you've got a board that has an over-inflated ego. Yeah. And then, and really, like West Ham are the same level as sort of someone like Everton, where they should be competing, like punching in that that space, rather than thinking they're a big cheese. And do you so think like, it's a long-term venture into the top six, or do you think it's sort of, you know, might um, might wear I, off I'm after not, a few I'm years? I'm not going to make a like a. Um, <laughs> Um, what's the word I'm looking Prediction. for? Prediction about they're not they're not West Ham are not a sustainable top six team. But like like look at Newcastle. Where, where are Newcastle going? Like everything's short termism at the moment. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. You know, like where, look at Spurs. Like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, let's not get onto Spurs. We can't, we can't, we can't <laughs> put that on the podcast. No. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, nothing's yeah. not nothing's long termism. 
Man, you were six. Yeah, man, yeah, you're yeah. eight. Like, man, you weren't a team that were eight when I was growing up. No, no. We were pretty you know, garbage for a few years. Now. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. yeah. So still you know, still so, <laughs> so like, you, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, you can't, I can't say Moyes is going to be the person to. We'll have a couple of them, Patrick. And um, you can't, you can't say Moyes is the man for long term because football's so short term as him. Yeah, now. yeah, definitely. Okay, so just I'll grab you for a score one, prediction one before you one. go. Yeah, score prediction. Right. Fucking the Irons turn them over. Oh, 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 turn them over, innit? You know what I reckon? <laughs> Both teams to score. Four one the Amers. Fuck you. Yeah, you too, lads. No, Thank not, you. Not actually. No, cheers for your time. Not actually four one the Amers. Five one. Sorry. Five one. Cheers, lads. Thank you. Enjoy. Hi, we're Harry's. You may think that you know us, but Harry's is way more than a super sharp razor company. We're here to help revamp your whole routine from close shaves and flake-free hair all the way to clear, healthy skin. Harry's helps guys feel good. At United We Stand, we're offering a free trial-size shower gel with a trial set to our listeners to give you a chance to try our products as well as shave. So what's in the trial set? Well, there's an expertly engineered weighted handle, one five-blade cartridge crafted by artisans in Harry's German factory, complete with a precision trimmer. There's a handy foaming shave gel for effective lubrication, a travel blade cover for life's adventures, and the free shower jam. Have a look at it. We've been sent one. We thought it was really smart. It's decent control. The shower gel's smart as well. But listen, you're not going to listen to us. Try yourself. You've got this free trial set. But the shower gels, the face wash, and the skin products can be added to shave plans at any time. Cleansing and exfoliating before you shave increases the chance of clean results and all of Harry's products are formulated with no sulfates, parabens or dyes and they're alcohol free. There's no nasties there. Make sure you support the podcast and give your own shower shave a go by redeeming a free Harry's trial set. All you have to pay for is £3.95 delivery. So just go to harrys.com forward slash united to have your set delivered and start a shave plan your freebie will be added at the checkout that's harrys.com forward slash united get that free trial set support this podcast and you only pay three pounds 95 for delivery it's post-match following a 93rd minute manchester united winner in quite a crucial game Bit of a drab match until that moment, but Stuart, are you ecstatic with that? Because it's a big win, isn't it? Um, not really. Obviously, I missed it outside <laughs> selling the mag. So, I've just seen it back on on, on screen. So, um, I, I never thought it was coming. I think I said before the game it was going to be two each. I'm not quite sure what I was thinking there because I think we, were, I don't think we had two shots on target each team, did we? Until that point. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I just miffed again with the subs, I think, more so second half. And just that Ronaldo was still on the pitch um, in the 90th minute, so obviously we left and whatever. And I just thought it was just going to end up nil-nil, which I think what Moyes came for. Yeah, and um, we'll come on to the subs and things shortly. John, you buzzing with that? Um, yeah, I'd obviously happy with a win. You've got to be delighted, aren't you? If you take three points, it was um, you no. know they kept they kept going. <laughs> that put us in fifth. It does, doesn't it? Oh God, knows. yeah. No, we're not, we're not. It don't really matter, does it? But yeah. We're um, yeah. I mean, I mean, they kept going, didn't they? they? They didn't lose the discipline. We never really looked like conceding against. A team that you thought might cause us some problems. It never looked like scoring either. Yeah, it was a dull game. I mean, 
he plays it safe don't he the manager you can't argue we're getting results i suppose of sorts but yeah it's not great to watch you're, you're hoping that if you know if you can build some confidence maybe they can be a bit more expansive but um yeah you take the three points you move on against a team that you know a lot of people fancy would get something out of old Trafford today so i think i'm going to be a bit more optimistic than you two but we'll come to bloomy first for more um doldrums blumo I'm gonna I'm gonna be a bit different there actually. I thought I thought they controlled it really well. It's one of them, out of all the games that he, that have been under him so far, I think they controlled it more out of all of them. I was surprised by West Ham really. Uh, they were very very really within themselves. Like Moyes seems to like shit it again, considering like earlier in the in the season with the cup game uh, where they went for it. But I thought they were really quite toothless to be honest and, and the fans but, yeah and the fans as well yeah but I've, no it's a it's a good result and we're into fourth now as well so yeah I, 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 I was pretty similar in that uh, I think it was John that might have mentioned the word control and um, there's certainly some there now um, more than more so than when we were under Ollie at the start of this season but I mean we do have to find a way to um, be more of an attacking threat don't we because, think, because that's the problem I think West Ham let us control against uh, you know, the way they play they played at home against crap you know they've got pace on the counter attack. They, you know they, they play to keep it tight and and do you that way. So, I mean West Ham I thought were quite disappointing. You know they had a few chances to break and never really made much of it. So we were always in control in a sense. You still thought you know in the same way we were in control of the Villa game at home. You know there's been a few games like that. you still fancied it was going to be like rope a dope mm. stuff and they're going to score off their first shot. Um, like I said, it, it's good that you get the win and um, you know everyone everyone's going to be delighted with that and. I don't know. I, I, it's just one of them games. It's just it'll be forgettable. You know, if you'd scored that goal in the seventieth minute, you'd forget about it. Yeah. But obviously, it's a last-minute winner. So I think we all expected they're, they're more from West Ham, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, very, was, I was really surprised and, by them. Antonio yeah. just done his own at front. I thought, I thought they were really toothless all throughout. He, did, he really. didn't have a midfielder yeah. within thirty it, yards of him all game. I think they've from counter attacks and corners and everything like that. I never, they barely went like really went for it from because no. we're really awful at corners anyway. But even from them, we just. I thought they were really poor, to be honest. So. Yeah, and that, that's. Um, I think there were some pointers there as to why, you know, it's never worked out for Moyes going beyond like maybe six, um, because I think today, you know, I mean, absolute minimum against United, you have some kind of counter attack at Old Trafford, yeah. don't you? Because and there was a few times when they had an opportunity to break. Antonio got the ball, yeah. or Jared Bowen got the ball, and you know there was just absolutely nothing in front of them, yeah. was there? And that's that to me, it was a, a real damning. Um, indictment of, of Moyes really and where, why he always fails because he's never going to get a team beyond six is he yeah, and if you give him he's, no. he's got a certain level he's got a certain level and all the West Ham fans before the game singing about Moyes taking him to win the Europa League well I can't see that personally <laughs> no and you know these, they've, they've, maybe West Ham maybe we're overestimating what West Ham are as a club and maybe they're happy being six you know but I just think they, they had an opportunity today to land yeah. some maybe punches on United and they, they invited us on all, all game and yeah. so much to the extent where we were able to make a really attacking substitution with um, Martial and Cavani on weren't it for Greenwood and Tellers. I think we ended up 2-3-5 didn't we? Yeah so I think you know there, there has to be some credit to Rangnick there because I think I, I mean I watched the game against Villa and we didn't we didn't um, we were so rigid we didn't change from that 4-2-1-3 yeah. that we play under Solskjaer well, for, we, for a long time but today well, like you know, a, he really went like for it, it? before from that game he seems to have, he seems to change that in midweek when he realised when you know just show it up now a couple of goals ahead and then just switch it there I'm hoping that he's starting to 
do that now from from now on. But so this would be yeah. a, diff, a completely different conversation if obviously Rashford hadn't scored in the 92nd yeah, minute, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, because yeah, everyone yeah, says yeah. we're saying the same things. Whether, I, whether it's Ronaldo, I, I think I would still say though. I thought in terms of control, I know it. I know it's totally different than putting the ball in the fucking back of the net. But in terms of control, that's one of the best games I've seen under him, where we've looked more in control against a decent side. Bear in mind as well. But then Tony, I don't think it's been. I don't think it was all that bad. I, I totally agree. One shot on target from Fred. Yeah, I know. I know but yeah, yeah. looking in, in terms of possession and control and everything like that, I thought it was one of yeah, the best. But it brings him. us back to Ronaldo yeah. again, doesn't it? Yeah, what, what's yeah, he offered yeah, today? Absolutely. And he should have been off in the 60th minute. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's the elephant in the room, isn't mm. it? You know, we've seen before that if it was any other player other than someone who's not got this reputation and this everything else that comes with him, yeah, he's had a fantastic career. But if if you took all right, he's done quite well in the Champions League. But if you took Ronaldo's performances in the league, yeah. and and said if that was Anthony Martial playing every week with the same goal output, the same yeah. input he's given to the game, you, everyone would be furious. Yeah. He's getting away with absolute murder, and then on top of that, he's slating other players for these supposed standards that and, and are ask, not matching the ones he did five years ago. And asking the manager oh, yeah. to to bring the young players off. Yeah, I think exactly. yeah, I think, I think before we you know before it is, I don't I don't think he's solely. I think most of the issues that he's brought this year are secondary to him, you know. Because I think if if he was playing in a really good team, that was um, hard working and set up well, I think he'd be brilliant. You know, he'd be the cherry on the cake and finishing things in the box. But I think United, you know, need somebody to link the play. They need a forward to link the play. I think. You see the difference. You know, like even running behind or hold last, the ball the last up. You know, of games he's not played particularly well, but you see how much different they are with Cavani up yeah, there. Just because dynamic, he drags players out of the way. You know, yeah. he makes space for other players rather than just being this this yeah, static focal point. He's affecting how other players play. You know, the stats around Fernandez. Fernandez has scored five goals in the league in four games Ronaldo hasn't played he scored two in 16 the ones he has played you know he affects other players Greenwood's another one he scores goals when Ronaldo's not on the pitch yeah. you know I don't I don't get all this all where we'll be without Ronaldo well we'll probably be where we was last season which is a damn sight higher than we are right now yeah and it's about a team isn't it that's what people don't understand you know one person scoring goals isn't a good thing yeah. for a side you know I, I just think you know watching him today he doesn't really go short for the ball and he doesn't run in behind anymore he doesn't run the channels so I do think that we, we, you know, there is. He does need to be another option if we're playing him as a lone striker. And when you've got Bruno yeah. ch- chasing down the keeper, which which should be the centre forward's yeah. job, you then screwed a midfielder and the ball gets played up, and he, you're a midfielder down, aren't you? Further, so Bruno yeah. is constantly trying to chase down the keeper, and then I mean he's forty forty yards out of position, so that's not right, is it? But clearly he's been told to do that because Ronaldo won't run. Yeah. So moving on then now, I think I think we've got. Um, I was really happy to see Rashford get the winner. He's had um, a really tough. You know, 18 months, um, he's really not looked in, out of sorts. Can he hit a bit of form now? He's got 20. I said um, before the game, we've got, you know, on paper, a couple of, not easy, no games in the Premier League's easy, we know that. FA Cup, anything could happen. But then, you know, confidence is a big thing. He's got two in two now. Will he go to play? Will he go with the England squad? Probably, I'm guessing. Uh, join up with that lot. Um, and then hopefully come back and, you know, kick on. Southampton, Burnley, Leeds. There's no reason why he can't get another one or two goals. Uh, but again, is he going to start on the left? Is he going to play on the right where he doesn't like to play? Because he swapped again, uh, you know, with Greenwood halfway through the second half today. Um, I've not seen the goal properly, but I'm guessing he was playing down the left, was he, when he scored? No, right. Was he right down the right, was he? Yeah, he came yeah, in. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, he, he needs to kick on now. Confidence and whatever's happened's happened. And let's, let's hope he can get back to some good form. Are you too optimistic about Rashford? Where, where do you think he, you know, he can... Do you think you can kick on now or do you think we're going to be looking 
back in well, six think, months saying it's another. I think it's been good management by the manager because yeah. he's, he's given that bit of a kick up the arse that he needs. He's changed tactics a little bit more that suit Rashford a little bit more. You know, he's a bit more sort of playing that sort of wide left inside forward role. Um, he's obviously got competition for his place. Um, Rashford could be a brilliant player, but he's another one of them. We're still waiting for him you to push on and be that Mbappe player. And yeah. He's now 24. And you don't know exactly where he plays. You know what? Like where where is he going to be week in week out? Like in a team and doing you know doing what he should do really, which is creating scoring goals. Where is it going to be? Yeah, he's never going to score 25 a season. Yeah, is he? exactly. And that that's a that's a bit of a concern, but good. Fair play, he's had a decent week, so hopefully he can hopefully bag in, in the internationals and yeah. a couple there. So well. what, what's our schedule now then? So is it is it Borough next? Yeah. 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 And yeah, that's the Friday, FA Cup yeah. fourth yeah. round and then yeah. what what about the league? Who've we got next? And is is it gonna be Spurs now that are our Burnley leads. biggest threat? Southampton, yeah. Yeah. Is it is it gonna be Spurs now that are our biggest threats for fourth? Probably considering they, I think they've got yeah. Is it three games in hand now on us? Well? Burnley and Leeds are away, aren't they? Southampton yeah. at home. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. so we're fourth now, are we? Yeah, we're yeah. fourth now. Yeah. Okay. Who yeah. plays tomorrow? Arsenal, now. I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah, Arsenal's got Burnley at home. Yeah. yeah. And then Spurs have got Chelsea away, haven't they? Yeah. So one of theirs is Chelsea away. One of their games in hand, which is yeah, Chelsea. You know, positive. Yeah. 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 It's one of them. United should start. get fourth, shouldn't they? If they carry on playing and getting results, they've got the squad to finish fourth. Look, all right, Spurs are doing all right, but. Um, it's the games against those teams that are going to count. I still struggle to yeah. get enthused about the thought of battling for fourth. Yeah, no, no, but realistically, no. you know, it's yeah. the only thing we can look, yeah, look course, for now in it this season. Yeah, and but, but then I sometimes think, you know, when we finish fourth, did the, the, the manager get back to the summer the same way? What if we finish fifth? Is you know, that, it's, is that yeah, conversation so, going to come yeah. into it again? Would you rather win the FA Cup and finish fifth? <laughs> yeah, strange yeah. one, isn't it? <clears throat> we'll do a, a round for man of the match then. I think. I think um, just a takeaway from it all is that. I'd, I think this move to back to 4-3-3, well, 4-2-3-1 is a a good thing because I think we've started a bit more control in the last last three games compared to what was happening prior. You know, you look at the results at Newcastle away and performances and they were just horrific, weren't they? So, they are, you know, we are starting to come back with and gain some points again. We'll do a whip round for Man of the Match, Stuart. Yeah, I thought Alanga did very well again. Fred did well. Um, I'm going to give him Maguire, simply because he's come back into it after a bit of a shit show and didn't do anything wrong today. I thought he was quite dominant and, like I said, just just did the, the basic stuff and kept it simple. Yeah, probably a sign of our standards, really, isn't it, at the moment? Yeah, yeah that's exactly it. Um, you've just got to keep going, haven't you? you know, see what happens, get, get the results. You need some momentum going into them bigger games because I'm not convinced yeah. that... I'm the performance, yeah, the performances <laughs> yeah. we've been putting in, you cannot get away with that against Madrid. And I mean, at least at least today, maybe it was West Ham's fault, but at least today, De Gea's goal wasn't peppered like it has been in the last few weeks. But mm. it's, it's just one, it's like stick or twist for United, isn't it? You know, you either you either protect the goalie and create nothing, or you have a goal and you you know you're giving yeah. chances away left, right, and centre. So they've still not quite found that balance. And I know Solskjaer went with the opposite way of going forward, whereas the new manager's been defensive first, and he's getting results, but it's not great. To so who's man of match? Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> was that what you asked me? Uh, I, don't, I can't even think of anyone who did play particularly well today. Um, I don't know. I don't even know. I'll say Fernandez. Yeah. Fernandez. Yeah. I'll, I'll go Fernandez yeah. as well. He was the only one who looked like he was going to make anything happen. But. Yeah, I, I, I saw him. I was sat behind the net when he chipped that one in the in, um, Stretford End. That was, um, <laughs> we, had, we had a lot today. A lot of shots yeah. where... 
Yeah. Just never, never caught them. The full backs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caught them well at all. <clears throat> yeah, I think with my men of the match, I think I'm going to go with Fred. Um, not, not again. Our standards are low, aren't they? It's not really anybody played very well, but just brought that bit of control, yeah. I think, and battled. Yeah. And that's that's all we can ask. That's all we expect at the moment with what what's going on. So, yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back. Is it next Friday? Next Friday, isn't it? Friday, yeah. Week week Friday. Friday. We're back yeah, for the game against Middlesbrough. We're going to do these more more often now. Um, hopefully, try and get some interesting guests on. So's. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same old shite. Yeah. And ju just um, thank thanks to everybody that bought the mag today because um, it's a you know it has been a struggle this year and thank thankfully we got at least one game without rain this season. Absolutely. Thanks. Thanks all. So that's it for this podcast. We'll have another one out at the next match. What is it? Middlesbrough in the FA Cup. Nine and a half thousand Borough fans. That's going to be fun selling United. We stand outside the ground that night. The new issue came out against West Ham. It'll be in the shops on Wednesday. All subscription copies are in the post and it will be available to download from midnight on Monday the 24th of January. We will do one more mail out of this issue this Wednesday. So if you want to subscribe and you want to start the subscription with this issue, go to uwsonline.com and you'll see the links there for the various subscription options printed. Uh, if you pay for 10 issues, that lasts you almost a year and we'll get them in the post within a couple of days and get them to you. The postage took longer last month uh, to the Republic of Ireland and to Northern Ireland. There's not a lot we can do about that. The Christmas post was bad, but it's not been bad before like this year. Uh, we blame um, issues with, with Brexit and obviously staff shortages with COVID as well. So we apologise to anyone in Northern Ireland or the Republic of Ireland who had to wait uh, longer for the last issue of United We Stand. We have put a complaint in and hopefully issues will arrive a little bit earlier. So if you want to subscribe for this mag, get the order in before Wednesday and we'll get you a copy out in the post. Thanks for all your support. Thanks for listening to this podcast and thanks for Bet Fred for supporting this podcast so that United fans can listen to it. Until next time, goodbye.